let us start with the paper first uh, sri siddharth chandra is one of the authors uh, the three authors that have uh, been part of inspiration for this conference sri siddharth chandra uh, is a scientist in his own right uh, living in united states uh, and uh, he has done extensive research on the accuracy of the uh, figures that have been arrived at by the sages in the puranas uh, and uh, his paper now is going to be on the topic of uh, whether uh, our sages knew big bang sri siddharth ji or do so uh, first of all i would like to offer my thanks to the organizers for giving me this opportunity to present my research i'm siddharth i'm a data scientist based in michigan and the topic of my presentation today or the paper is did the sages know about the big bang so my research is based on the puranas and when i say puranas what do i mean so the puranas are ancient sanskrit text practically like an like an ancient encyclopedia which are found throughout india and they have been classified your audio can be improved siddharth ji your audio needs a small improvement okay okay how about how about now i improve, i increase the volume is it better Okay. Yeah. So now, now it's better. Okay. Can you hold your mic closer to your mouth? It was better. Yeah. Okay. I'll increase the volume also. So, wanted to see one time if it's good right now. Otherwise, I can hold the mic also. Is it good, or do I need to hold the mic? I guess. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with the easy easy way out. So the topic of the presentation is did the sages know about the Big Bang? And as I said, my research is based on the Puranas. And when I say Puranas, what do I mean by the Puranas? So as I said, there are a lot of uh, variations or classifications of Puranas. One variation which is given the Puranas themselves is the division of Puranas and Upapuranas. So the Puranas themselves state that there are eighteen Mahapuranas, and there are many other uh, almost like a hundred and eight. upapuranas and there are many salapuranas so my research is solely and wholly based on the main mahapuranas 18 mahapuranas uh, in these puranas we find description of very significant events <clears throat> so before we can look into those descriptions which are given in the puranas we have to take a get a primer on puranic time units so okay So before I can go into the Puranic time units, we need to understand a, a very uh, a deep concept of time dilation, and we can understand this with the help of a story. So, one time King Kakudmi, this is described in Bhagavad Purana, and also there's other Puranas like Brahma Vivarta Purana, Matsya Purana, and Vayu Purana. So, what's the story? King Kakudmi wanted to marry his daughter to. Um, To the you know uh, to to like the best prospect possible. So then, what did he do? He thought you know the best way would be if I can go to Brahma because Brahma is you know the progenitor. So he would know who's the best person in this whole Brahmanda whom you know my daughter can be married. So he goes there. When he goes to the Brahma Loka, the Brahma tells him, "Hey, I'm busy for a moment. Can you please wait a moment? Help you." So then Brahma goes and you know he. uh goes to meet king kukudmi 
Take it with me, present him a list of people, a prospect. You say, hey, can I, can you, can, what about guy A, guy, person B, king C, and you know, this emperor D, what do you think of these people? And Brahma started laughing. I was like, what, why is Brahma laughing, you know? I mean, I'm coming here for a serious question. Why is he laughing? So then he asked Brahma, you know, why are you laughing? Brahma said, I'm laughing because the people you're talking about, their sons, their grandsons, their grandsons, 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 they all have left their bodies. So here comes the concept of time dilation. A moment spent on the topmost loka, there are 14 lokas in our Brahmanda as described in practically all the Puranas. They have different names sometimes. However, the topmost loka is the Brahma loka and the topmost loka Brahma loka, the time there runs very low. That a moment there is equal to millions and billions of years on our level, which is the Bhumandala. We live in a Varsha called Bharata Varsha inside Bhumandala. Now this concept of time dilation was a foreign concept until 1900s when Einstein came up with theory of general relativity. Thanks to him, now this concept of time dilation is found everywhere. If you look up your phone and if you're using your phone for GPS, there is a satellite, uh, the satellites introduce a time dilation correction in your phone so that you can get exact directions to where you're going. So this concept of time dilation has been accepted practically in all you know, modern physics and modern science textbooks. You can find it there. The idea is that in, in the case of heavy gravitational fields or in the case of an object going at the speed closer to the speed of light, time can become slow. And there can be many other reasons why time can be slow. So with this basic concept in mind that the time can, be, can run at different speeds, let us look at Puranic time units. So first of all, and this is something which is common across all the 18 Mahapuranas, I'm not sure about other books, Mahabharata or other books which have been discussed today in the presentation, in the, in the, in the conference today. So what is, it does say in the Puranas, it says that there is a Chaturyuga. A Chaturyuga is a combination of Kali Yuga, Dwapar Yuga, Satya Yuga, Treta Yuga, you know, that thing, at least Kali, Dwapar, Treta and Satya. 71 of these make a Manvantara. And we shouldn't forget Manvantara Sandhya, which is between consecutive Manvantaras. What's the second concept? The 14 manvantras make a kalpa. Now, this is something which practically everybody knew in afternoon. But here comes my contribution to this uh, conference today. I discovered an unrecognized Puranic time unit, which was stated clearly in the Vayu Purana and Brahmanda Purana. And what is that? That's a Prati Sandhi. It's like a Sandhya, like we have a Sandhya between manvantras, like we have Sandhya between Yugas. There's also a Sandhya between kalpas. It makes sense, doesn't it? So that Sandhya is called Prati Sandhi. It is between consecutive Manvantras. And what's its what's, what is its duration? The duration of Prati Sandhi is a Manvantara. This time unit, this is called Pararda. What's a Pararda? A Pararda is 50 years of Brahma. And what's a year of Brahma? A year of Brahma is 360 days and nights, where each day and night corresponds to a Kalpa. I hope all of you are with me. I know there are many foreign terms here, but you know, <laughs> please hold on to your seat. We'll try to make it more simple pretty soon. So these are the time units. Satya Yuga, Tvapar Yuga, Treta Yuga, Kali Yuga, Chatur Yuga, Manvantra, Kalpa, Manvantra, Sandhya, and my contribution, Prati Sandhi. <clears throat> now, these time units and these values are known to you know, Indians for thousands of years and known to the Western world for the last 200 years, thanks to Wilson, who translated Vishnu Purana in 1800s. 
So, and there is a, you know, consensus amongst the academic that this is, these are the values stated in the Puranas. So let us look at our dating for a significant event given in the Puranas. Let's look at Brahma's creation. So what do we do here? We hear that, you know, at the end of Brahma's day, Brahmanda is, is finished, is deconstructed or destroyed, practically, not all of it. And then it is reconstructed. So when is the Brahmanda reconstructed? Because that would correspond to something close to us. But now, before we can look at that date, I want to take a quick, quick second to go to a, a separate topic here. What is Brahmanda? Now, some people translate Brahmanda as a solar system. Other people translate Brahmanda as a universe. Now, the dimensions which are given for Brahmanda, practically in all the Puranas, they match much more closer to the solar system than Brahmanda, than the universe. So I chose solar system as an appropriate translation of Brahmanda. Moreover, we hear in Brahma Samhita and also again in many times in Purana that there is one sun, there are these planets. If Brahmanda meant the whole universe, there will be many more suns and many more planets. You know, that's something which we don't find. So taking Brahmanda equal to the solar system, let us look at the topic of the construction of our Brahmanda. When does it happen? So this is a verse found in White Purana, and you can find similar passages in other Puranas like Bhagavad Purana, Brahmanda Purana, Matsya Purana, Vishnu Purana. What is that? That as the night ends, Prajapati Brahma wakes up and feels the urge to reconstruct the solar system or the Brahmanda, you know, Sarga. So when does that happen? I'm sure many of you have done like yagya. So when we do yagya, we say this wow, this pratigya. What is that pratigya? We state where we are. We say saptama, sapta, manvantre, you know, chatur, uh, ashta, vinshate, chatur yuge. So this kalpe. So what does that mean? That means currently we're in 28th chatur yuga in the seventh manvantra of the current day of Brahma. So, so when did, you know, when was the uh, solar system reconstructed? As we just read, it was reconstructed or the, the construction began at the end of the night of Brahma. So how much time has passed since then? Now, currently we have seventh mantra. Six mantras have passed already. And practically 28 Chaturjugas have passed because we are in the end of, we are, in the, we are towards the end of the Chaturjuga. We are in the Kali Yuga right now. And there's also Prati Samdhi. So let's add these number up. 28 into 4.32, 6 into 306.72, and Prati Samdhi into 366.72. What do we get? We get 2281.392 million years. Pretty interesting. Actually, if you look up on Wikipedia, you'll find similar answers that our Brahmanda is 2000, roughly 2000 million years old. Now here comes an interesting thing. What's the interesting thing? Sridhar Swami. Sridhar Swami was, is one of the earliest commentators on the Puranas, actually specifically Vishnu Purana and Bhagavad Purana. What did he write? He writes in his, in his commentary on Vishnu Purana, first canto, third chapter, text number seven, that a day on Brahmanda is, uh, on Bhumandala is twice as long as a day on our earth. What does that mean? That means that all the time units which we have been discussing, they correspond to the Bhumandala, not the earth. And they will have to be multiplied by a factor of two in order to arrive at any dates on our earth. Now, why that is the case, we'll have to figure that out. We can discuss that in, in another talk, but let's apply that factor. So we had this number, let's apply a factor of two. What do we get? 
4,562 million years or 4.563. Very easy to remember. 4,563. 4,563 billion years. Let us look at what, do, what does the scientist say? The scientists have been working on this problem, you know, the birth of the sun for the last hundreds of years. In 1938, Hens Bede got Nobel Prize for discovering how the sun creates its energy. So then they made some progress. In 1943, they had their first date for the birth of the sun, that was 4.5. And the latest is what? 4.567. Again, very easy to remember. 4.567. That was a date for birth of the sun. What do our Puranas say? Based on the commentaries of Sridhar Swami, 4.563. What's the difference? 0.08%. I repeat, the difference between the Puranic date for these, you know, for the birth of the sun is different, it differs from the scientific estimate by 0.08%. Pretty good, isn't it? And that's because of Sridhar Swami's commentary, which was written in the 11th century, not something new, not something written afterwards. It's not a post hoc edition. Now let's look at another problem, which is or another, another significant event, which is Prakritika Sarga. So the Sarga which we just read was a Sarga done by Brahma. There's also a Sarga done by Prakriti. When does that happen? That happens whenever all the Brahmandas, they go back into the body of Vishnu and when they come out. This is as per the, and, you know, the accounts given in Vayu Purana, Brahmanda Purana, Bhagat Purana, Matsya Purana, Vishnu Purana. So what do we find there? We find that, that currently we are in the second Pararda of Brahma. Now, and please forgive me, I'm not providing the shlokas here for this passage because you know, it will take me a long time to present that in this presentation. But you can look at my paper, which I'll be sharing the URL at the end where you can read. And also uh, Professor Paturiji will be putting out the paper later sometime this week or pretty soon. So but where are we now? We're currently almost halfway to the first day of Brahma. And what do we found in the Puranas? We find that there was the Prakritik Pralaya and Prakritik Sarga at the end of first Pradha or the last day of first Pradha. So what does that mean? That means we have to add a Kalpa to our onset, solar to our onset of the solar system construction and Apartisamdi to our previous value. And what do we get? 13.819 billion solar years as the date for the latest Prakritik Sarga. I repeat, 13.819 billion solar years. And you're welcome to again try the, the calculation. So let us look at what do scientists say. The scientists state that our universe was created 13.801 billion years ago. Now here they use a different dating method, not the one which they use for solar system because there are no rocks to date. <laughs> and this value is based on the discovery of cosmic microwave background radiation. So a problem which has been practically unsolved for the last 200 years got a major breakthrough in 2000, year 2000 when they, they launched their satellite WMAP. So thanks to that, you know, we have these values and thanks to another satellite called Planck, we have the value 13.801. So what's the difference between Puranic statement and the scientific estimate? 0.1%. One more time. Isn't it amazing? So this is a completely different dating method, completely different problem which we're dealing with. Let's look at another interesting thing. 
I hope all of you recognize this picture. The picture has been all everywhere, you know, thanks to Paturiji, it's part of the whole, this, this workshop, this conference. This is a famous passage of Matsya Pralaya. It is mentioned in the Bhagavad Purana that this pralaya was as bad as the end of the day of Brahma. Very bad pralaya. I mean, of course, at the end of every mantra, there is a pralaya as being mentioned in Vishnu, Dhrimotta Purana and Bhagavad Purana. However, this pralaya at the end of our last mantra was the most severe pralaya. When did this happen? So according to the Puranas, this pralaya happened at the end of Chakshuja mantra or the end of last mantra. And as I said earlier, we are in the 28th Chaturyuga, practically towards the end. 27 Chaturyugas have passed. And it is mentioned in the Mastha Purana that the sage, or sorry, the king, Satyavata, was meditating, meditating for 2 million years. So since the Satyayuga started 253.152 million years ago, the date is 251.152. That is the date for the onset of the Matsya Avatar Pralaya. Okay, I hope everybody is with me. <laughs> uh, this is the last data, so please be on your seat. Okay, so what do scientists say? What happened at that time? The scientists describe that the Earth's greatest mass extinction happened 251.9 million years ago. Wow. The Earth's greatest mass extinction. 70% of the land species went extinct. 90% of the aquatic species went extinct. And this is not just a report of one scientist or two scientists. This is the opinion, which is the consensus amongst the paleontologists. So what's the difference? 0.3%. I I'm pretty close. 0.3% difference between Puranic and scientific estimate. So let's summarize. What do we have here? First of all, I discussed three important uh, events from the Puranas. There are many more, and I hope to share more in my further research. Secondly, I shared an unrecognized pranic time unit called Pratisamdhi, which is in between, between consecutive kalpas. Next, I discuss how Sridhar's factor of two is justifiable and actually produces stunning, stunning, uh, you know, stunning concordances. If his factor is ignored, then we will have a very stunning correlation, not a concordance. Still very still amazing, you know. It's like somebody being able to guess every time in your pocket how much money is there, except half of it. That would be pretty strong, isn't it? So our sages, you know, thousands of years ago had produced these values. And these pranic dates stunningly coincide with the modern scientific claims. This is something which has just come in the last decade or two decades. So this is it for my presentation. I'm thankful to India for the support, for guidance, and Hari Kiranji for both guidance and support. That's my email address. You can shoot me questions, emails, uh, tomatoes, eggs. I take all. I mean, I'm, of course, I'm vegetarian, so I won't take eggs. And here's a link to my paper, a paper which I published earlier. And my link to new paper will be shared, you know, uh, later by Professor Paturiji. Over to you, Paturiji. Yeah. Uh, very good. Uh, amazing, as always, uh, Sri Siddharthaji. Uh, there are a few questions, some addressed to Indica Academy, uh, to the organizers, uh, that is to us. Uh, they are asking where the uh, papers will be available for us to learn later. Uh, viewers, uh, all these papers will be uh, uploaded. They will be published on our Indic Today online journal. Uh, first and selected uh, of those will be published as a volume later, uh, a book. 
and uh, all the video recordings shall be uploaded onto our channel on uh, youtube and one question uh, from one sunil kumar uh, to sri siddharth ji is uh, hare krishna siddharth ji does the story of multiple brahmas and indras indicate that there are multiple universes and therefore multiple big bangs okay let me try answer that thank you so um as i established earlier that brahma rules over a brahmanda not a universe and uh, and brahmanda as i said best can be uh, compared to a solar system not this, not a universe so the best the most appropriate translation for a brahmanda would be a solar system so yes there are multiple brahmandas as you can see and there are multiple solar systems as you can see outside at night sky and uh, they all have their construction and reconstruction and of course you know we need to have uh the right vision the divine vision by doing the right tapasya austerity as described in the puranas by which we can really see you know the beings on those solar systems and they will have their own construction and destruction and as a scientist say there are numerous solar systems out there which are going through you know periods of construction and destruction continuously so it's a uh, you know continuous feature it is happening all the time and that means there are multiple uh construction and destruction of solar systems and i hope that answers it 